what's some advice that you would give to any creator? This is a, a reference that I conjure up. Be willing to be misunderstood for long periods of time. Your life is not a democracy. Today's micro show. Today's micro show is about advice for someone who's not feeling supported in what they want to do. Now, if you're like me, you've had this crop up in all sorts of areas in your life, but mostly around the things that you want to do for money in your in your purpose, your your vision that you have for a career. It often differs from other people in your life, wives, parents, spouses, teachers, uh, career counselors. But this show is for you. It, it, again, your life is not a democracy. You can love your family. You can trust your friends. You can listen to their encouragement. You can hear concerns. But in the end, you are the one who must decide what works for you. Now, I'm not saying this is easy. I acknowledge that this takes courage. But when we start to embrace our creativity, know that the people who love us the most will react in a whole myriad of ways. I used to say they would react in unexpected ways, but I've come to know that actually this myriad of ways is, is to be expected. If you really distill it though, what's coming out of the people who love us the most is they want us to be safe. They want us to go do something that they can easily understand. And if they don't live in your brain and you haven't spent a lot of time communicating with great depth and, and acumen around the thing that you want to do, how are they going to understand what it is that you want to do such that they can back it, right? Again, they just want us to be safe. They also want to pursue goals that makes, they want us rather to pursue goals that make sense to them. The only goals that make sense to them are their goals. I often say that the people who spend time talking us out of our goals are people who have given up on theirs. Now, it's not always true. You know, see earlier point about they just want us to be safe. But the reality is if they can't understand intuitively or uh, through a process of them experiencing it, then how are our, how are our goals going to make great sense? to someone else. Don't expect, and this is where the wisdom comes in. The only error that you can make here is expecting that to be obvious to them. Now, it's also fair to admit that our culture is full of all sorts of dichotomies, right? Be exceptional and fit in. I give entire keynotes about this concept, right? Dream big, but stay realistic. Uh, take risks, but play it safe. This is the challenge that we face when we seek to do something different or new, something for us the first time, or, or putting ourselves out there in any creative way, starting a business that, um, that we aren't quite sure what it's supposed to be or, or how we're going to charge for our work or our service. It just, I want you to know that it's okay, that, that these pr this programming, right, this condition that we get from culture, it is not set up it as a framework that is not designed to help you succeed. And I'm not here to give you all of the tools to overcome it. Today's show is about helping you understand that these exist and that you are not alone. Now, times have been changing since literally forever. 
and you know what has happened with the pandemic is just largely a radical acceleration of the changes that were already underway that we were already feeling right some would call it exponential i don't know if that's the right application i'll i'll leave uh, it to the mathematicians to call me on that but just think back right we couldn't not that long ago have a non in person meeting two and a half years ago. And now most meetings are not in person. We do this remotely. So to say that we're changing at an, it's just one tiny example, right? Never mind the accelerating weight of change of computer processing power. The fact that, that my phone is more powerful than the computer that flew the astronauts to the moon. Knowing that things are true, like the fact that your parents don't even understand the job that you want because the jobs that you want didn't exist, not only when your parents were your age now, but even just five years ago, right? So even if people don't understand how your desire to become a YouTuber or your desire to fill in the blank on anything that you want to do, that they might not understand your vision does not mean that it's not legit. It just means that they don't understand it. And I like to suggest that you make it your work to focus on the work. It's through the doing as demonstration rather than trying to talk about it and seek their permission. Of course, communicating to your peers and your spouses and your partners, that's all val valuable. But it's in the doing that you really begin to demonstrate and give confidence to others not required, but maybe helpful along the way. I do acknowledge that standing out is not easy, right? There's a reason that people push back against things that are new or things that are different. New is hard. Uh, new is risky. And new is almost is by definition uncertain, right? You put it out there. It's, it hasn't been out there before because it's new. Make no mistake, though folks like, like Steve Jobs, right? He was a very difficult person to work with or in four. Simply doing it better than last time was never going to be good enough for Steve Jobs. It had to be different. Now, I'm not saying be an insensitive asshole. You don't have to do that to achieve your creative vision, but you do need to develop an inner sense of strength, an inner steel to articulate to assert yourself because if you don't advocate for your ideas who will this is part of your job now you know a decade or maybe even two a decade and a half ago jeff bezos declared that amazon was willing to be misunderstood for long periods of time that is one of the strengths when people ask me what's what's some advice that you would give to any creator. This is a, a reference that I conjure up. Be willing to be misunderstood for long periods of time, right? That Amazon wanted to expand their business from selling everyday goods like books into selling things like AWS cloud services. I mean, talk about, you know, castles in the sky, right? That what the hell did Amazon know a decade or a decade and a half ago about big data and about, you know, cloud computing? The collective reaction at the time was, hey, stay in your lane, Bezos. Leave the digital stuff to the Googles and the Microsofts. And yet here we are. We know how that story played out, right? Similarly, you may recall Sarah Blakely, right? She was told so many times that her idea for Spanx 
was not worth investing in. And yet she threw thick and thin through a lot of pain. She led that company toward her vision, right? Regardless what everyone shouted from the sidelines, there were factories that she was trying to get to make her stuff. And when those factories declined to work with her on the seamless undergarments that she was making, I don't know if you're familiar with Spanx, but seamless undergarments, when they were saying, you know, this is not going to work. We don't want to work with you. You know what she did? She made the prototypes on her own. She refined them. Now, of course, we know the story. Billions and billions of dollars later, we're able to clearly understand from both Spanx and you know Sarah and Amazon that because of the stubbornness of their founders, we can now understand their vision. So you may ask, does this then mean I need to be stubborn? Yes, it does. And this whole idea that what you're doing is stubborn is somehow sort of disingenuous. It's that that's what conjures up when you say the word stubborn. I don't like that word. I like you have to be, uh, you have to believe. You have to believe in you and who you are and what you do. And you have to do the work. You have to put that work out there. Notice that Bezos went out and built the cloud computing platform that today is, you know, the most popular. And Sarah went out and built Spanx, a multi-billion dollar brand that, that, that puts these products out into the world. So the lesson from today's micro show, again, is, is with anything that bucks the status quo, whether, you know, on a team inside of a big company or at a startup or a personal art project, it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be difficult. These are battles worth fighting. That is my message to you. If you put something out there and it makes, you know, everyone feel great and there are zero resistance, chances are maybe this isn't quite as vital or as worthwhile as you might think it is because it is that friction when people don't understand that is that is also sometimes, not always, I'm not saying don't listen to customers, but when there's friction, when it generates a reaction, those are often signals that you're on to something. Those have been the biggest signals that I've received in mobile photography when I had, you know, $100,000 cameras that I wasn't using and issuing them for a, a point and shoot camera, you know, a decade or more ago, people thought I was crazy. And it was that, that fire that they had in calling me crazy that I knew that something was interesting because I, I could see it, right? I could feel it. I knew that I was onto something through my own intuition and through these signals. So your job now becomes, if you can acknowledge what I'm trying to share here today, your job becomes nurturing this little spark, that piece of you that says, this is something that I need to go out there and do. If you can look at it as your job to nurture that spark, especially when those around you are trying to blow it out, that will get you very far in life. Get to it. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want you to let you know in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere, but also... 
I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right, I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment, but trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I wanna say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.